Welcome to Let's Open the Box of Zen with Hitomi. Over the next hour, you will learn how to open, free your mind, and overcome the toughest challenges life throws your way on your path to achieving Zen. Now, here is your host, Hitomi. Ohayou gozaimasu. Konnichiwa. Konbanwa. Doumo arigato. Thank you for joining. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. This is Hitomi. It's time for Let's Open the Box of Zen. Kusuru, Makeru, Surrender, Kushinai, Makenai, Never Surrender. Today, I have an amazing warrior as my special guest. His name is Victor Aponte. I hope I pronounced right. My daughter. And I saw him one early morning at the racquetball courts we occasionally go to. We were totally beginners, not good at all. Contrary, he was smashing the tennis balls like a pro. Only thing we didn't know back then was that he was a survivor of a huge motorcycle accident that had put him in a coma. I'm going to introduce Mr. Victor Aponte. It's such a pleasure to have you today. How are you today?、Uh, really good. Excited about being on this show. Yes. It's an empowerment channel. You're going to empower the people, I hope. I know you do. We, my daughter and I, were so、um, impressed about your story. We were standing at the tennis, like a racket court, and what we felt about you back then was, oh my goodness, he's so good. And we were kind of embarrassed. I think we dropped our ball to your court. Somehow I told you, my dad, dad was a good tennis player and he tried to teach me when I was a kid. And I told you, oh, but he gave up on me. And like, you know, like I thought I'm not good at it. And so you, and you told us, if you hear my story, you can never say I can't. Did you know you told us this like story, amazing story? And I had to bring you as a guest so people could hear such an such a inspiring story. So, how long was your accident and how bad was it?、Uh, it was about 50 years ago. I was 15 years old. Yeah, I was on the motorcycle and the car broadsided me like I'm coming in like this. And I was like, you know how people get T boned? Yes. The car, I was hit like that. This whole kind of. Catastrophic. It almost killed me, really.、Uh, I remember going into the ambulance, and that, I think that was it. I don't, I didn't remember nothing until、mm-hmm. I woke a few weeks later, and my leg was four times the size. And、uh, I broke my whole left side, my, my femur. I broke my leg in three different places dislocated hip, broke my nose,、uh, dislocated shoulder. Oh, and I broke my wrist here. I was on my back on traction. You know, that had bolts going through my leg, through the bones.、Mm-hmm. They were pulling the leg out that was on weights. I was there for like a month or more. I can't really. Then I'm、wow. They put me in a body cast from my chest down for six weeks. And they told me that 
let's just hope that an infection doesn't set in because we might have to cut things off. Uh, and I mean, just terrible things were being told to me, you know? Yes. And it took me a while to recover from it. it was Oh, I am sure it's a huge accident. Even hear how bad you were injured. The discomfort and the pain, and they give you a lot of opiates. When you're heavily medicated, mm -hmm. uh, the recovery was uh, kind of devastating. Mm -hmm. It just took me took me a long time to recover. You said you were 15, correct? Okay, but the 15, you were a teenager. As we get older, yes, we have a life experience and sometimes we know how to let go. But I mean, 15 years old, that, 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 I just feel like, why me? Like, why this happened to me? How about you? Like, Once I started healing up, and I, I, I had to accept. I had to accept my limitations. I had limitations. All my friends, when we got of age, they went to the military. The military wouldn't take me. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was damaged good, so I had to accept that. And I had learning disabilities. Mm -hmm. uh, they told me that I was, uh, they says, uh, you know, you're doing really good because you can still write your name and you, could, you got recall information. It's a little delayed, but it, it just took time for me to accept that mm -hmm. patient. So I was more observant of things, but only later in life, I had to do, I had to take up yoga, bar class, and understand fitness and nutrition, and to get off alcohol and uh, opiates. So when did you have that awakening? I wouldn't say change, but like a different attitude to your life. In my 30s, 30s. In your 30s. What happened, if you, you don't mind asking, what happened when you were um, in 30s? Why did you have that realization to do something differently? Well, I was married and I, you know, I had a family and I had property. You, you just work. You stay fit, fit, uh, busy and you make money and you get married, have kids and stuff. But in my late 30s and 40s, the pain and the discomfort, I couldn't control it no more. There was no uh, fitness, nutrition. I didn't want to depend on alcohol and opiates. I was in discomfort all my life. I don't know. I, I don't know what it feels like not to have discomfort. Uh, I have had three hip replacements. I had one hip replacement and two revisions. That's what they say. I had 2002 and 2003 was my last hip replacement. They put in the second one. And then I went back to work a year later. I got into an accident. And everything fell apart. Uh, what kind of accident you had after the second? I was at work and we were in uh, this vehicle and I was sitting down. And some, the guy that was driving went over a speed bump going like crazy. So mm -hmm. everybody came off the seat about eight inches or so. And I came right back down. Oh, wow. And that was like nine months after I had my second surgery. Ooh. So all the screws started to come loose again Ooh. because the cadaver wasn't healed mm -hmm. yet, you know. So it, it was complicated. Mm -hmm. so I was in a constant pain mm -hmm. for about a year and a half, two years. They says the bone cadaver has to heal. And then once I had the third cup replaced in there, on my 
third hip replacement, they told me, you're done. They says I couldn't have any more. And they put the biggest, oldest thing in there. And it's there, there was plastic in there. So I had a reaction to the plastic. Uh, mm. They told me, well, you'll never be able to do this and this and that. Because I was asking them a lot of questions. They told me I'd never be able to do a lot of things. And I told them, mm. I'm going to do the test. What can to do? I want to be able to squat down, put my knee in my armpit, and I want to be able to sit my butt on my heels. Mm. And of course, they tell you, you know, well, you know, we can't promise you this and this or that. But I tell you, you, I talked to the doctors like that. He remembered me. <laughs> going to try to do the best job ever because I told him I'm going to test it. I'm going to. Uh -huh. So that's why I went to a sports doctor, you know somebody that dealt with athletes, professional people. I've seen people get hip replacements. They go, it, it hurts and this and that. So I told them, how much time to have you put into your own therapy, your own knowing your limitations and expectations? You know, yeah, you got to put a lot of thought into that. It, it really takes up a lot of your time. You know, mm -hmm. years ago, it was, I thought that was it. I'm going downhill. There's no more, there's no more plateauing. You know, I'm just, I'm crashing and burning, you know. When I was 59, 59, I thought I was crashing and burning. You are how old are you? 65. Well, when my daughter and I saw you at the racket court, you were, I mean, you were muscular. And you didn't act anything like you had three hip replacements or something more than a psycho accident. You know how many times I missed that fall? Really, I couldn't see the ball <laughs> because I got glaucoma real bad. I can't drive either because this eye is not that good either. Well, I was there in the mornings. I'd be missing that ball. I'm going, come on, you know, <laughs> come on, higher power, give me. And I think one time I hit it, I was like, that <laughs> was so excited. Uh -huh. Started to, and it, it, you know, it, it just comes back in a different way. But the whole thing is, is that as long as this, I saw the ball, it may not be clear and sharp. Mm -hmm. at you i could still see it now mm -hmm. I, I teach the brain from the, the hand and eventually once you hit it once you go oh there it is <laughs> you got to keep doing the same thing in different ways and then all of a sudden i go ah! <laughs> this is good movement it's like you have to reteach yourself all over again pretty much that's uh i test it all the time i test mm -hmm. maybe i'm jumping ahead here i realize that to, to alleviate the pain, the only way that I got comfort was through meditation. Oh. Meditation, uh, doing qigong, tai chi, mm -hmm. moving the body smoothly because you lose all that. It's mm -hmm. Why meditation came in your mind? Meditation is now, yes, very popular and scientifically, medically approved. But So I found that uh, through meditation, all of a sudden, uh, when I started meditating, doing certain yoga poses, which are uncomfortable, just like Qigong, Tai Chi, all these martial arts and anything else, uh, there's a discomfort to it. Mm. Depending on how far you go with the extreme to get, is, to get the most out of it, the body numbs itself. Professional athletes that run for miles and miles and, and go the distance, they go through phases. The mm -hmm. body, this hurts, this, and then all of a sudden, they just, nothing hurts. Mm. They're just running. 
And I found that you can do that through meditation. You can have peace of mind and you get these endorphins. And, and I, mm. nine years, for nine years, no, no nothing, no alcohol, no opiates, not, not even an aspirin. Wow. And it was amazing uh, how much range and mobility and flexibility I got by just being patient. You have to be patient. People these days, they think that, well, I'll go to the doctor to give me a pill and they'll, they'll help me out. But it's, eh, there's, a, there's a better way. It, it's like you got to put in the work. Mm-hmm. It, you got to put in the work and see just how far you can go with your body. Mm-hmm. You know, because you go to doctors, thank God for doctors. God bless them and everything. But really, and not to insult anyone or anything, mm-hmm. but I'm the best doctor on the planet mm-hmm. Is a ten percenter to me, not a ninety percent. Mm-hmm. You, yes, you understand your body. Yes, you have to take care of, meditate, understand your your limitations, your expectations. And I spent a good part of my life doing that. Every time I got sick, and I had to regroup mentally, I had to find a way. This told me I couldn't do a lot of things. Well, I do a lot of things. <laughs> yes, I'm a massage therapist, as you know, and I do myofascial release practitioner. Um, I hear so many clients saying, this doctor didn't fix me, repair me, or can you fix my body? You can't fix, <laughs> nobody can fix your body. It's your body. You, you have a responsibility. It, yes, doctor can help us tremendously. Massage therapist may, you know, we can help. They support, we support, but your body. And I, so I totally agree with you. So you had that realization. I think that's a one huge realization. No one owns your body and you really have to take care of yourself. Yeah. yeah. I did research. I had to understand about muscle tissue, about regeneration, about the, you know, how, how things heal, soft tissue, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. You um, studied like books online. I went to the library. I did it online and I just did the research through the, through my own research and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know how you, you go like this, you mm-hmm. get your, mm-hmm. strengthens your bones and does, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I started hitting the bag with my mm-hmm. with my leg. You know how you hold the bag and you so mm-hmm. I'm under a lot of stress. The more stress you put on the bones, mm-hmm. the tighter they're going to get. I mean, the more they're going to be tighter. Mm-hmm. Gonna be tighter. Mm-hmm. Like the iron shirt practice for the Shaolin. Mm-hmm. And it took me three years mm-hmm. to do a lunge. It took me four years to mm-hmm. put my knee back underneath my armpit. How did you make it happen? You got to be patient little by little. little mm-hmm. by, you got to be dedicated. You got to be persistent with it. You got to mm-hmm. do it. You, you, I, I used to write it down on the calendar. Mm-hmm. I, you just can't hit it all the time. So, and then you measure, you measure little by little. So it took me about three, about three and a half years. I was able to put my knee back uh, underneath my arm, stand straight up because they told me I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. From that, I learned that I had, again, 
I had to find another way. Atrophy kicked in. And my leg mm-hmm. got really, was just painful. I couldn't really mm-hmm. do Well, when you're young, it's easier to recover. Now that I'm older, because the body's now regenerating as quickly, mm-hmm. uh, atrophy happens fast. I, it was difficult for me to go to the floor. I mean, I couldn't believe it. How quickly atrophy hit my body. Oh, yeah, it was, I was devastated by it. I was like, oh, my God. Well, I had to grow muscle again. Now, only through nutrition. I had to learn a lot of things about nutrition and how the glycemic load, the glycemic impact when it comes to food, food, how it's going to turn into energy and how you're going to use it. I mean, I had a lot of fat. I ain't fat. You need a lot of fat. Uh, Flaxseed oil, good fats. Mm -hmm. That helps keep you calm, cool, and collective, and it helps you create hormones and sugar. Sugar, no good. <laughs> that's what I do. And that's why my mind is clear. I stay focused. I, don't, I, I try not to uh, think too much of uh, negative things. This, oh, you can't. I go, why can't I? I I'm going to find out why I can't do that. And I, if it's possible for me to do it, I am damned and determined to do it. And that's the kind of mindset I have on. Uh, it's like you got to make things heal and repair according to the task at hand. So this way, I avoid diabetes, I avoid getting fat, and, uh, and people don't want to hear that. <laughs> uh, they, t- they say, you should eat whatever you want, this and that. And I go, no, man, I'm trying to heal up. It takes time. Mm-hmm. And I used to eat a lot all the time because I, I used to do fitness, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're going to fall off the wagon and you might miss a day or two or this or that. But a habit that you've created over years, you'll just mm-hmm. go um, Last year, I had two sodas. Okay. Wow, that's it? Yes. Just two sodas? Whole year? At last year, I can tell you what I had last year for goodies. Oh, my. We'll be right back after the break. Let's open the box of Zen. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. We often hear the word Zen, but what exactly is Zen? The answer is as endless as a bottomless box. The base of a Zen philosophy is a mind capable of fresh thinking, one that is free, not trapped. Tune in to Let's Open the Box of Zen with your host, Hitomi, to explore how to let go of life's toughest challenges and find your Zen. Let's open the Box of Zen Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Let's Open the Box of Zen with Hitomi. Have a question for Hitomi or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. 
That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. I had two slices of uh, cheesecake. One had strawberry on it. I had a whole pizza last year. I ate the whole pizza. Uh, All these little treats, I eat pretty clean for the most of my life. But, you know, some days you got to cheat. Conscious of what you're consuming, yeah, you can eat anything you want, but you just can't eat it consistently. <laughs> like, so, okay, okay, okay. You only had a two pieces of a cheesecake, holy, just a holy, not at the same time either, not at the same time. So, it's like come the holidays, I gotta be careful. Uh-huh. I had pie, I had cheesecake one, and then, uh. There are certain things that you just don't indulge in on every day. You know, you got to watch. Uh, what was it? The best thing? I, the whole one day I just ate the whole all day. I ate pizza all day. I ate it for breakfast. I ate it for lunch. Well, it was a veggie pizza, of course, and crust. You know, all the veggie. It was delicious. Uh-huh. It was so tasty. Sometimes it was so tasty I couldn't stand it. It's like I'm wearing it. You know how sometimes you eat the food. Just, so, what kind of was your I just go by taste buds. Oh. Get, you know, you go into Publix. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they got that bakery right there for a reason. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Smart. Uh-huh. I go, oh, my God. I go, oh, my God. And I taste it. I taste it. You know what? So I go by and I smell. And I, I look at things and I'm smelling and I'm smelling. And I'm going, not today. Not today. Huh. But if you know, if you smell it enough, uh-huh. it's like eating it. Yes, there's actually Japanese funny cocktail about the very poor boy who did not eat that in old Japan. But imagination with just the smell and eat just the rice. Yeah, it's interesting. Yes. And then, of course, the bakery department always wins with me <laughs> twice a year. Twice a year, okay. Wow, twice a year. 3K, and uh, you know, I'll have like this. Uh, have you ever heard of that three leches uh, cake? Uh huh. Different milks, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a Mexican thing, you know. Uh-huh. Got different cheesecakes, and I'll go in there, and I'll I've paid, I've paid like twelve dollars. Uh-huh. A little thing. I'm talking a small. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Had all the little fruits and stuff. Uh-huh. Maybe it was four bites. Uh-huh. When you have that, you got to eat uh-huh. nice slow. Maybe tears in your eyes. Yes, it's beautiful. It tastes great. You know, it's like that. It's uh, this is it's like people that have had uh like my kind of injuries, I fight alcohol. Alcohol, um, because that calls you too. Anything that you've consumed throughout your life, mm, at one point or another, mm, you know, the smell mm, tells your brain, I remember that. Uh, you have to push that away. Wow. Wow. There's a lot of things that you have to take control of. Mm, and, um, uh, it, and it takes up sometimes. It's just, you know, you, you got to train yourself. And, and I'm sure meditation practice helped that too, right? Yes. Yes. And there's this discomfort, uh, like, uh, 
I do prana mudra, this, the, the warrior. Mm-hmm. Pose. Mm-hmm. I can sit like that. I don't know. I just do it. And I go through a series of discomforts. It's mm-hmm. like your feet start to numb up and this and that. Mm-hmm. And you meditate. Mm-hmm. It goes away. And then mm-hmm. back and back. And then it, your endorphins kick in. The body finds a way. Mm-hmm. I know why people uh, medicate themselves. Mm. You know, and you can do it through uh, meditation. Mm. But uh, you get these in your brain. It's just a, a process you have to do through meditation. A lot of, a lot mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. well, I'm sure day one of meditation you couldn't do it, correct? Or you are totally natural, like day one. Yeah. You. Uh, you have to learn how to meditate. Mm-hmm. How did you learn? Well, I took up yoga little by little. And uh, then you do some research on it. Everybody's different. Everybody learns different. Some people learn quicker than others. You know, I took mm-hmm. over on things uh, mm-hmm. two or three or four or five times. You know? mm-hmm. The older I get, it's like I'm really challenged. <laughs> you know? Really? Yeah, well, you know, it's, uh, you know, sometimes you go doubt comes into your mind and you got to push that away. You know, mm-hmm. Discomfort or, you know. But, mm-hmm. uh, but through meditation, mm-hmm. peace and this happens. Mm-hmm. It just works. Medicate themselves with alcohol and drugs and stuff because it puts them in a happy place. Mm-hmm. You already have it. Mm-hmm. So you do meditation every day still? Off and on. I haven't really got into the meditation yet because I've been relocating. And I oh okay. Well, in the last two years, I've uh, I went through a divorce. Mm. Uh, got out of a thirty-year relationship. Oh wow! Fitness as well. We were both into the same thing. It was just stuff happens. Mm. And, uh, I went through eye surgeries, mm-hmm. a lot of things, and I had to relocate. And mm-hmm. just I had a rotator cuff surgery mm-hmm. and to get a knee replacement. Mm-hmm. The, the pain uh, and the discomfort was so much because mm-hmm. atrophy, I let atrophy sit in too long. Mm-hmm. Your knee uh, replacement. Mm-hmm. But I said, you know what? I'm going to put it through the test. And I did. I started mm-hmm. Little by little, mm-hmm. so boy, I don't want to do uh, a knee replacement. But now I can do what I used to do. But it took me a little while. It took me about a year. Mm. So you did all the training, retrain your body again by little by like a baby steps. Yes, everybody does their own little program. I, I mean, I have a room here that I got Pilates, and I have. Uh, I used to have heavyweights, but no more. I have one pounders to, uh, I think, 30 pounders got with. And I have uh, bands and I got, I mean, I got everything that I need. But uh, sometimes you need to, it's like now I'm going to the gym. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's amazing, mm-hmm. you know, meeting people. And, mm-hmm. But I tell the uh, anybody, anybody that's going to get into fitness, if you're going to think about your health and this, uh, just do three months, the first three months. Mm-hmm. Think about how you're going to change your eating habits. You're going to do, you're going to prep the food. You're going to concentrate on just that for the three months. 
You're going to educate yourself on, you're going to get on the internet. You're going to find out the glycemic load, the glycemic impact about how food works, blah, blah, blah. In the next three months, you're going to find out about how the muscle works. What's the proper movement? Because already you know how to eat. Now, mm-hmm. All you're going to do is real lightweight, no weights. You're the movement. And straight on that, two months, you start acting, put, you know, picking up weights. And I'm talking one pounders to five pounders. Lift the heavy. See, because if you're a person that's never done it and stuff like that, what I'm talking about, helping all the tiny little muscles getting ready by next year, you you will be surprised what you'd be able to do. Traditionally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. getting fed, you learn how to, to how important it is to rest mm-hmm. and let everything recover about a year process. But you know, these personal trainers, they want to get you in there and they they within a couple of months you should be all right. That's nonsense to me. You have to constantly keep doing small steps, but Continuously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm going to do the Qigong with you on a regular basis. You surprised me again when you came to the waterfront park by bicycle, especially with that heavy traffic in the morning. I don't have to really pedal. Now I just got to make sure I take my time. You have to slow down. Slow down. And observe everything closely. I'm not blind. You just, you got to adapt to whatever you have. I started walking first because I want to make sure, like, I know the sidewalk. I know where I'm. Mm-hmm. When I ride, I'm going to know where everything's at. As I was walking, there was a guy with a blind. Well, I shouldn't say blind, but, you know, he had a stick and he was walking, following the grass. And he says he can't really see anything. But he- oh, really? And I can relate to what he's saying. He sees mm. of the concrete and he just sees like what he can and he deals with that. And he says, oh, yeah, I, I go all the way down and this. And I talk to him. How, how bad is your vision? And he goes, no, I'm legally blind. I go, yeah, but you can still see. He goes, yeah, yeah, I can see enough to see an image. And then I work with that image, whatever it is. Wow. Yeah. To me, I was like, God bless you. You know, this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he actually crosses the street and he says that his other senses, uh, they just uh, get better. You know, now you're mm-hmm. like a sounds. Yes. You, you remember things. Mm. Uh, you just have to slow down, I guess. I take it one mm-hmm. step, one step. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have uh, this past year, I had a. Uh, Throughout my whole life, I've never hurt this bad. I have lupus. My bone hurt so bad that I thought I was gonna, I wasn't gonna make it. Wow. Bed going, oh my, you know, oh my God, I, you know, this is the worst I've ever felt. It, it taught me another lesson. You know, it put me in a place where uh, I have to be more humble and appreciate every breath that I take. Mm-hmm. For people that I meet. Mm-hmm. I help those because I believe in karma. Mm-hmm. You help those and help comes from everywhere. It's when you mm-hmm. least expect it. You know, it's like I was thinking about, well, I got to get out there. I got to get, do something. I'm going to practice. I'm going to go to the park and I'm going to do some stretching. And, you know, I'll get some kind of program going on. And uh, 
that's when I, when I would walk and I'd see, I saw that you were teaching. I said, oh my God, there's the teacher. That's where I need to be. And I went and here we are. It's like you have to get out of your circle and be daring and be adventurous and seek. And that's how life is. You know, I, I needed to uh, get out and about and uh, get into people that are spiritually, you know, that they you know, want to be good and uh, they want to stay fit and they're new, eat right. And it's like, that's what I was saying. You're a very healthy person because mm. what you do, you take good care of yourself. And uh, usually it's visible on people, no matter how, it doesn't matter what you're going through. The mm -hmm. people in your class, they're in the same path that I'm at. Everybody mm -hmm. from, no matter how bad the, the situation is, that's where mm -hmm. I, those, the, those are the kind of people that they're no quitters. Mm -hmm. I like it when people, uh, they push themselves. Mm -hmm. They understand that uh, life is not supposed to be about that. Well, you know, uh, I, I, I'm always uncomfortable. I got aches and pain. That's what life's all about. Life is about challenging, you know, because mm. if you push, you know, you're going to go backwards. Atrophy is going to come in and mm -hmm. small tissue muscles that you never use. Mm -hmm. You're going to, you know, you don't, you don't use it, you lose it. You mm -hmm. So to me, I would rather live in a life of a little bit of discomfort to make me uh, realize that I'm still alive. I can still, I still got something to. So to you, discomfort is like a proof of you are living, because you're living that you get some. That's right. That's oh. you, know, you know, sometimes people don't want to get out of bed. Get out of bed anyway. Well, it's I'm a little tired. Well, you know, evaluate why you're tired. So I, I believe that everybody should have a routine. You know, I mm -hmm. got my routine. I built, mm -hmm. I, I do this 10, 10 day program. Okay. Because I listen to Bruce Lee and a bunch of other, you know, martial art people. That uh -huh. So I have a, a 10 day program. Okay. So to me, it works. It's like uh, one day you're going to do chess and you're not talking real heavy. You're okay. Moderate, but you're going to do a lot of reps and you're going to make it, you, you, you're going to hit it hard. Right. Oh. I use the three, six, nine method. Okay. On those days that you really don't want to do it, uh -huh. you're going to do three sets of threes. Okay. You say, well, you know, I feel kind of good. You're going to do three sets of six. Mm -hmm. And then on those days that you feel like, God, I really feel really good. You know, I mm -hmm. good. good. You're going to do three sets of nine. Uh huh. Uh huh. But, and so on that chest day, you just hit chest. You okay. Chest again for another mm -hmm. 10 days. Because mm -hmm. I'm hoping. And it gives it plenty of time to recover. It's chest one day, hamstrings the next, mm -hmm. because you, you got to do the opposing muscle, you know. So, and then it's like you just go up and down. Up. Okay. So, 10 days, each day, different part of the body. Inner thigh, hamstrings. Everybody's got their own opinion. But you can work out. You can do something every single day. Well, you'll, you'll get benefits from it, and you won't overexert it hurt it because you're going to wait another 10 days. So as you get older, mm -hmm. um, you know, because it takes a little longer to, to recover. Mm. It just, it works for me. Stuff from years of what mm. I've been, you know, every year I get my calendar and I write out the whole programs. 
I could do it in my sleep. I wake up, I look, <laughs> and it's like you grab the one powders. It's like those lazy days. You know how long it takes to do the routine? It's like to do three sets of three. It might take five minutes with one pounders. You're just doing the movement and you're concentrating on the breathing, the posture, the proper form. That's it. I mean, it's, it's simple. I like this thing. You have a choice. Three, six, nine. At least you do three. And you're going to feel better. You always feel better after you do exercise. But because you don't have this three, six, nine choice, either like zero or... 15. Yes, you're going to be discouraged. Oh, my, I don't want to do 15. Well, you don't have mm -hmm. to have a choice of three and six and nine. That's, a, that's excellent. I think that's a good advice for the audience if they want to keep their body to be healthy, do something. And one thing I thought it was interesting, I think you were there. She gone five minutes. Standing meditation, we focused on the first feel your body from finger to elbow. Five minutes because we are such a, in a, the modern society is always so fast, fast, speed, 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 quick, quick. I mean, always so overstimulated. Like five minutes felt so long for some people. Like you said, I mean, it takes only well, five minutes. And it's. Yes, I can do a routine 10 minutes. Five minutes, I'm going to do uh, chest. I just got up or whatever. So I'm going to warm up. All you got to mm -hmm. do, warm up the shoulder socket. That'll take about three to five minutes. As soon as you feel warm enough, you grab the one-pounders and you're going to do three threes. Mm -hmm. you grab the one-pounders and you're going to go one, two, three. That's one set. Take a breather. You go again. One, two, three. Second set. One, two, three. See, I'm done. When you're doing it, you're going to concentrate on form, breathing. You're not just going to go up there. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not just the movement, but the voice. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Let's Open the Box of Zen with Hitomi. Have a question for Hitomi or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. 
That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. Uh, Mind to muscle. Concentrate on what you're doing. Using the chest, not the arms. You're using your your back. Hold your arms up like this. Not using uh, delt back muscles. Easy. Once you concentrate on the movement and the... Mm -hmm. You're gone. Hey, I'm done. So you do that every morning? Well, uh, it depends. It depends on I got to get out early or get ready. Mm -hmm. But don't lay down without doing it. Sometimes you're caught up and you go, you know what? I rested. Mm -hmm. Let me put my mind like, really, really, we don't have 10 minutes for ourselves. (laughs) The whole day. I don't know what has happened, what you had to do. Really, you don't have 10 minutes to move your arms or something. Uh Yes. It, oh, I have to keep reminding me that too. Yes. And, and it's challenging. Because, mm-hmm. You know, it, you can make the mind lazy that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, uh, and that becomes a habit. It takes three months, six months, uh, quit a bad habit and gain a new habit. Two months. What's the secret to keep, keep it a hope? Because once you are in a, such a bad state, when your physical body is injured that bad and like accidents and another accident, just over and over, like you, what, what kept you so strong to, I can do it. I'm, I'm going to get out of this. Well, uh, that I spent 10 years, my late 30s, my 40s. I spent 10 years and I was going into a state of depression. The body was hurting all the time. And, and the only thing that uh, I, sp- I spent 10 years looking for my higher power. Even all religions, I believe that I believe in a higher power. I call them. I do too, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, people would ask because I was raised uh, Catholic, baptized, and all this other good stuff. Well, that wasn't quite working for me. And then I, I went to Christian and looked into that, Jehovah, and I listened to all kinds of things, right? I found that Stoism, you know, Stoism, Mm -hmm. this kind of philosophy with Mother Earth and the universe that all connected, we are, Mm -hmm. we're energy. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I do believe in a higher power. I pray every Mm -hmm. day. In the morning, I'm here. At night, I go, yay, you know. Is it like a gratitude? Like a thank you. I am here. Yes. And uh, I greet the morning. How do you do it? Got their own little saying, uh, you know, Lord, I rise, I will uh, give me the strength and the confidence to make to understand myself and understand others. You say what's going to hold me together. Negativity. You know, I pray for those that they, they let things bother them, like discomfort or financial or whatever. I pray for them. And I try mm-hmm. to on a positive note, you know, I believe that we're part of the universe. I mean, mm-hmm. we're here for a purpose. And the one thing that we're not here for is to give up. Mm-hmm. You stay on a positive note and you love everybody and you respect mm-hmm. them. You know, mm-hmm. you have to have love and respect for people. That's it. So you are saying connection to higher souls. Yeah, you know, and, and this is like a, it's a it's a it's a real delicate conversation that to speak about religion, 
politics. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people that have uh, these, they just have their beliefs, right? Every really, you know, if it works for you, that's good. And they, uh, this, this one person asked me, why do you think like that? And I mm-hmm. said, because if I was to pick one religion, I would have to stop thinking. And mm-hmm. that didn't go well. <laughs> so, because I believe that in this life here, mm-hmm. beautiful people like you. you oh, know, thank you. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, like you, you meet, you know, people that are stay focused. We strive to be good people and help others and spread the word of, you know, that we're all connected. All of us, mm-hmm. uh, you're from in this world, all connected and we should love and respect each other. I try to keep it as simple as possible. And so far, that's helped me. I don't make things complicated. And if I, if I can't do something, do it or not. And I will accept it if I can't do it. If I don't try, how would I know that I can't do it? To understand your own limitations, you got mm-hmm. to test. Not the doctors. Nobody else can do it. You have to cut your own path in this life. And what is it going to be? Are you going to be disappointed in life? Is your glass going to be half full or is it going to be mm-hmm. half empty? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my glass is always half full. Oh. I treasure every moment, every breath. Uh, discomfort comes... Uh, you have to believe in a higher power, constantly believe in yourself, and good things will happen to you. I'm going to go back uh, about 30 years, right? Uh, uh, triathlons, they started doing the triathlons here. Oh. I used to volunteer to set up the courses and stuff like that because I like to stay busy. I like to volunteer. Mm-hmm. I volunteered for senior citizens triathlon. I was helping putting these high-end bicycles together, you know, you know very expensive bikes everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, these old people running into the water and, uh, you know, with, with all kinds of ailments, I was going, oh, my God, we don't have enough ambulances here. <laughs> we don't have enough medical staff here. I, don't, I know they're, they're not going to make it. She's not going to make it. Mm. Water, got out, rode the bikes and ran and everything. <sighs> and I stopped complaining. I said, I'll never complain again. Either you do or you don't. I, wow. And this one guy, he was, mm-hmm. in, I don't know, he was like 75. He stood straighter than me and he bit. I was so impressed with him. And uh, I had a box of donuts on the counter and I said, hey, man, why don't you have a donut? Nobody mm-hmm. took it. <laughs> he says, I take my sugar differently. So then we started talking about fitness and what he does. I told him about my injuries. And he says, so what do you do about that? Mm-hmm. Me this I don't know his name or nothing i can't remember him forgot this you should do the clock and i said clock and he showed me mm-hmm. pretty much you just stand straight put your foot out 12 o'clock and you come back clock then you go all the way around one day you'll be able to do this and he stood on one leg and stuck his he brought his knee up put his leg out we're talking mm-hmm. And he's like 75 years old. And he's 75 and he goes, and he goes down and then he comes back up like nothing. And (laughs) all the way around. (laughs) I stopped complaining. He was an inspiration to me with people that they don't quit. I wonder how he came up with this 12 o'clock method. Well, I know. Because you actually showed us, so you know exactly how you do. 
it requires balance, strength. You know, you can do uh, one through six on one leg, then you can do seven, and it's, mm-hmm. like, it's like a curtsy. Mm-hmm. Curtsy, and he put his hands like this, and he went and touched his knee. Oh, wow. So heel foot with his other elbow. Wow. So he put his hands behind your ear and he twisted his upper body to yes. touch. Wow. It's a process and, and you got to take, and he told me, one step at a time. You don't mm-hmm. put your foot all the way out. You put it just mm-hmm. right to you. You're little mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Keep doing that. And then eventually... You'll get bored with that, and then you'll change it up, and then you'll change it up, and then you'll change it up. Mm. Did you try that when you had that? No, I couldn't, I, I couldn't do what he did. It, was, it took me years. It requires balance. Certain muscles stretched out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your, your lower back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you had those accidents and the hip replacements and everything. Anybody, they have to have flexibility. This, but you you got to start out with baby steps. Yes. Let's be persistent with it. Just you know, mm-hmm. fill it in, and and I did. You know, mm-hmm. I, every day. I did it because I wanted to see if I could do it. And I and I did. I was able to do it just three and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. It's like with this ballet thing, right? Mm-hmm. To get my feet ready to do, because I could get up on my toes. Mm-hmm. That I could squat down on my toes, and then I could put my knees on the ground in front of me, and then come up from that, still on my toes, come back up, and go back up. But to me, it took me a long time to do that. Mm-hmm. You had a major accident. You had a well, like one hip replacement, two revisions. And I mean, there are so many excuses you could say, I can't walk, but that you can actually squat down and stretch out your one leg yes. because of this assistant. Yeah, it just takes time. That's all. It, it takes mental and determination and patience and nutrition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the belief, higher power. Yes, you didn't give up because you believed the higher power. You have to believe mm-hmm. in the higher power. Whatever mm-hmm. your higher power is, strongly in him. I mm-hmm. talk to him. Everything. Mm-hmm. I, I have a purpose here. This talk show here. Somebody benefits from what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. What I say is kind of hard to do. <laughs> yes. It is habit. Because I have no choice. Practice what I do. I know that, of course, age is going to creep up on me. And one day, I might just like be a totally different person. Mm -hmm. But I don't think about that. I don't. Mm -hmm. So I just keep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just amazing. Um, I love all the stories you shared. One last thing. What is your message to the audience if... Um, someone is suffering from the pain or major obstacles, life changed, or how to keep believe. Uh, when it comes to somebody that's having, when the body's failing them, mentally, physically, spiritually, 
you got to focus on that. You got to correct it at all costs. That the, the worst, the worst thing that can happen in your life, there's a tiny little bit of good in there. That's what you grab and you make it grow and you make it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thinking positive and finding out how to eat better and doing this movements and just communicating with positive people and mm-hmm. trying to avoid, uh, you know, getting caught up in this. Mm-hmm. And when my whole life, mm. you know, uh, it's like this old saying goes, right? It's not the fastest, it's not the smartest, it's not the quickest that survive in this world. It's the ones to adapt to change the quickest. Mm-hmm. Yes. Here again, this is my higher power. So much faith in him. I have to do the right thing. What you should do, society, politics, and health, blah, blah. It, it, they complicate things. Eat good, sleep good, and be a good person. Love and respect. Mm, mm. Your discomforts, overcome them the best you can. Educate yourself. Mm. Stay on a positive note. And uh, even, even when it gets real, real bad, acknowledge it's real, real bad. But then acknowledge that there's a little bit of good. Mm-hmm. Make it grow. Yeah, there's bad positive. You get past it. Mm-hmm. I hope I answered your question. Yes, beautiful. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. I so enjoyed our conversation, and I really appreciate your time. Hopefully, everyone is going to thrive, no matter what the situation is. Like just a small, tiny point of goodness in whatever it is can grow that point of the tiny seed and that's right grab that seed and make it grow that's yes in every darkness there's a tiny little bit of light grab the light worry about the darkness hold on to that light oh beautiful thank you so much thank you thank you i enjoyed it so much to see you in chigong practice i will be there monday I will be there. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Wow. He's a truly a warrior, isn't he? If you have any questions to Victor, you can connect with him on his Facebook, Victor Aponte. Thank you for joining. Let's open the box of Zen. I hope to talk to you next Monday. Have a great week. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Let's Open the Box of Zen with Hitomi. We hope today's episode has helped you transcend your limiting beliefs and bring Zen into your heart. Tune in next week for more helpful tips. We'll see you Zen.